Hey, welcome in to another episode of the True Tiger Insider, PowerMizzou.com's weekly podcast in partnership with Every True Tiger Foundation, Mizzou's preferred NIL collective. I'm Gabe DeArmond, publisher of Power Mizzou, and every week on this show, we bring in a different Missouri athlete. We'll get to this week's guest in just a minute, but want to make sure you guys are familiar with name, image, and likeness at Missouri and Every True Tiger Foundation. You can find out a little bit more about them at everytruetiger.org. Figure out how to donate and all that. Make sure your money goes to the sport of choice and and where you want it to go at Mizzou. If you are a subscriber to PowerMizzou.com, we have our own little arm within that collective. That fund is, last I knew, uh, sitting at about $85,000, nearing our first goal of $100,000 if you contribute to that fund, you guys are going to get some special benefits that aren't available to other uh, donors to Every True Tiger Foundation. So we encourage you to do that. The information's running across the bottom of the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, it is pinned to the top of our message board, and you can go find out about it there if you're listening on our podcast version. We have uh, had different athletes from all over, and this week, happy to bring in a guy that I I think a lot of you are, I think all of you are going to know, a lot of you are interested to hear from because we haven't gotten to talk to Sam Horn a whole lot since he's been in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, Mizzou freshman quarterback, freshman pitcher, uh, a little bit of everything. Sam, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing good, doing good. Just at home right now, being able to see family. So that's, that's good. Yeah, it is your like, and look, normal college athletes don't get many days off during the year. I assume two sport athletes get even less. So you get what, 10 days off this year, maybe? Yeah, not very often do I get a day off. So, I mean, it's good to be back. And like I said, I mean, uh, baseball team's playing in Hoover right now. And so I'm going to make the trip over there uh, probably tomorrow and go get to see them. So, I mean, even on my day off, I'm still trying to support everybody. So, right, uh, yeah, obviously, team team trying to get back at Auburn and and prolong the season as long as they can. And so, so let's start there real quick. And and obviously, everybody does want to know uh, you haven't pitched for a couple months, maybe a little bit longer than that. I can't remember the exact date. H- had a little scare with the elbow early on, but how are you feeling? And and how is uh, how is your health at this point in time? Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Um, still doing some physical therapy, trying to get my arm just in peak condition. But um, uh, I've been throwing the football since I've been home. And I mean, arm for football wise, it'll be good. Um, baseball just needs some more rest. So um, but but for football, like I said, I'm, I'm 100 percent. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm curious, how, how different is the motion in what you need to do to, to pitch versus to be a quarterback? Yeah, it's it's honestly just the details, like the little things that you might not think are a big deal. But, you know, if you really look at it at the, you know, down to the details, it, it really does matter. Um, just the way <clears throat> the arm angle, uh, how the ball comes out of my hand, the way my hips are moving, you know, if I'm staying open too long, I might. Uh, it, it just it really depends. You know, there's so many little details and uh, it's important to make sure I can be as technical as possible when it, when it comes to those things. Hey, my extreme professional analysis, nobody wants to throw a breaking ball in football. So, uh, no, yeah. no, no, that would not be good. <laughs> um, so, so, Sam, we always start with kind of the same way on this podcast. And we like to go back to, to how you just got it got to this point in your career being an athlete. So go back. What did you start? What was the first sport you started playing as a kid? 
Um, I mean, if we're talking recreational sports, yes. it was uh, it was definitely baseball. That I started off with that. I've always wanted. To, I mean, my parents didn't put me in football till uh, I think I was like around middle school is when I really started playing football, um, uh, recreational wise. But I'd always played in the backyard with my brothers, and uh, I thought that was real enough at that point. So. <laughs> No. Was was that kind of a, a safety decision? Hey, you don't need to play football till you're 12, 13 years old? Or? I think so. Uh, I never really asked them about that. Uh, they just said, no, you can't. So I was like, okay, I mean, maybe next year. And then they finally were like, hey, Sam, do you want to you play football this year? And I was like, yeah, like finally. Like I've been wanting to play this whole time. And uh, they they finally let me play. And so I was, I was just a happy kid, you know, just playing the game. So. Yeah, when uh, so when you started playing baseball, I mean, were you always were you always a pitcher, or I know a lot of time I know you played some some other positions too. That the best athletes generally get put at shortstop and center field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I always played I always played pitcher, but I always played shortstop, and and you're able to to do both at that point. How young you are, you're able to do both. So um, yeah, I, I was able to do both, and it was it was always fun to me being able to play shortstop and pitch. So yeah. So there's this big debate now about whether, hey, you got to pick a sport and focus on it or whether it's actually better to do a bunch of things growing up. Obviously, you had no problem playing more than one sport. If you're giving a kid advice, do you encourage him to, to do as many things as he can? I think throughout high school and, you know, when you're young, I, I would say yes. Do both. Do as many sports as you can. Uh, it, it only helps you. It's not going to hurt you. Uh, especially when you're in high school and the college is a different, it's a different animal. I mean, you're, you're always, you're always doing something. So it's, you know, no days off. You're always, like I said, if you, you got practice in the morning for football, then, oh wait, you got meetings for baseball, then you got to go practice for baseball. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're really having to commit a lot of time and a lot of effort to both. And um, I mean, that's what I signed up for. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to complain. I'm just, I'm just trying to do both. So. How'd you handle that growing up? I mean, was there a pretty defined, Hey, this is baseball season. Then this is football season. Or were there times where like you're playing travel baseball and you got football workouts? A hundred percent. I mean, my, my coaches, my coaches tried to pull me both ways, but they were also good at the same time. They were able, they understood. They got it. They were like, you know what, Sam, like, it's fine. Like, you can do both. We'll we'll work work with you, and they were able to work with me, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. I had really good high school coaches, but um, during the summer was probably when I was the busiest. I'd I'd have to work out in the morning with football, and then drive probably about two hours to go play baseball every day. And um, and like I said, I mean you're you're busy, but it's worth it. I mean if you love both sports, it's worth it. So I don't regret any of it. And the best day for when your parents was when you turned 16 and you could start driving yourself to something. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't have to have to drive me anywhere. I did I did get stuck with the van though. I had to they gave me uh, the minivan, and I'll tell you what that thing it's still running. It's still outside. Uh, every time I come home, that's the car I drive. So I mean, I, I love that car. See that that's how you know you're the team captain. Then like half your team can get in and, and ride with all. you. All fit in the minivan. Yeah, we had some good times in the minivan. It was that was fun. So, at, at what point, and and I don't know which sport it happened in first, basketball or or I mean baseball or football. But at what point did you kind of start to think, hey, this is this is something I could keep doing. This is something that can take me beyond just just playing in high school. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always had the mindset of, I mean, that was my goal is to play both in, in college. And um, I, I want to say it was just my freshman year in baseball. They, they moved me up to varsity really fast. And I kind of didn't expect it. And I, I played pretty well. Um, I didn't play too bad. But at that point in baseball, I was like, you know what, maybe I have a chance to do both. And then, you know, my sophomore year in football is when I got my first offer. I, th- I think it was somewhere around that time. So I mm-hmm. uh, got, got the first offer in, in baseball or in, a, in football. Then I got my first offer in baseball. And I was like, you know, maybe there's a shot that I could I could do both. And as more offers came, I kept asking, you know, both coaches. I'm like, hey, is it is it possible that I could, you know, talk to the baseball coach or talk to the football coach, vice versa? And uh, most of the coaches were like, yeah, that's that's fine. Like, we'll we'll hook you up with the the coach. But some of them were more like, well, we just want you for this. Like, we we just want you for baseball. We just want you for football. And um, you know, but but most of the coaches were were happy to give out the other coaches' numbers. So. Was that when you're going through the recruiting process, is that kind of a deal breaker for you? I mean, if you're talking to a school and they're like, no way, we're talking one sport. Mm -hmm. Is that school off your list at that point? Yeah. Yeah. If they if they weren't going to let me play both, I was like, you know, I'm going to go somewhere where I can play both. So, yeah. And and, I mean, the way that works is when you come for your scholarship has to come from the the sport with more scholarships. So it's always coming Mm -hmm. from football. So I assume that. I assume the football coach has to be a hundred percent on board mm-hmm. uh, before baseball even becomes an option in that process. Right. Yeah, you're correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so everybody listening to this and, and obviously we're familiar with the football recruiting process and we know how that goes for, for kids across the country. How different is the recruiting process in baseball or is it, is it pretty similar? Honestly, I, I didn't really do much recruiting in baseball. I mean, okay. It was just kind of like an add-on almost. Like the uh, coach Beezer was just, you know, he when he heard that I was that I was looking for football, you know, at Missouri, he's like, "Hey, man, like, just we'd be happy to have you." I mean, they, it was kind of like one of those, like, just you know, there wasn't much rec- football did the recruiting, and uh, baseball was kind of like an add-on almost. So. Yeah. Well, hey, 95 mile an hour fastball is an add-on is not not a bad add-on, I guess. So so when when you ultimately made your decision and it was Missouri, I mean, how how much of a part was that that relationship with Coach Beezer and that you knew that was something you could do as well? Yeah, it was pretty big. I, I just wanted to really make sure that I was going to be able to do both. And uh, they both were we're good with it. So as long, and they, they commuted to both, both of the coaches communicated as well. So they did a good job with that. And, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure I would be able to do both and, uh, they made sure of it. And, uh, that was that. Yeah. So, so you get up here and you've already talked about the schedule a little bit. Was it, I, I mean, did it take a minute to adjust to everything you had to do or, was it, hey, I know what this is going to be like, and this is just a full-time job, basically? Yeah, I think uh, after the fo- after this first football season, uh, this <laughs> kind of like r- right when spring started was like probably the busiest time of the year for me. It will be the busiest time of the year because, I mean, we're, we're mid-spring practice, and then you also got games going on. So, I mean, I'm trying to – you know, the, that's the busiest time. And I think <clears> – <throat> As the time went on, 
and I kind of I kind of figured like this first year is going to be it's going to be a grind because nobody really knows like what it's going to be like. Um, but I was able to to kind of get down a routine, kind of get down a schedule, and um, I stuck to it. And it 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 was tough. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it was it was also worth it. And like I said, I couldn't can't thank the coaches enough. I mean, they were they were very uh, not lenient, but they just they were able to help out as much as they could. And um, yeah, once I got that schedule down, and for the years to come now, it's gonna be a lot easier because I know what to expect now. So it's just going to be a lot easier for everybody now. And, and I assume like in the future, you're not going to have to maybe spend quite as much time as in addition to working out a schedule, you're also mm-hmm. figuring out how to be a college student. People forget yep. sometimes you are expected to go to class, um, you know, and, yep. and, and, and Hey, you're learning a playbook. You're, you're picking up a brand new offense and all that. So this probably will be your toughest year as far as, as all that stuff goes. And it should theoretically get easier, right? Yeah, and uh, honestly, I think it's already gotten a lot easier. I mean, mm-hmm. I was able to – just being able to go, come home is just a big deal to me, and that just takes a lot of relief. Um, so it's – and now once you just go to one sport, like once once baseball's over and I'm going to football, it's – I'll probably have so much time, I don't even know what to do with myself. So. <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, I'm curious, coming into your freshman football season, I mean, look, obviously you're – you're a highly rated guy and, and there are expectations. I mean, what did you come into your freshman year? Did Was there a plan? Did you expect, hey, I'm probably going to redshirt this year? Or, or what was the thought? Um, I mean, there was, there was nothing promised, no nothing. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Drink, just work as hard as you can and, you know, do what you're supposed to do. And if you're, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you'll start. And um, definitely this – this past year, it was just being able to learn, just being introduced to college football. You know, you don't know what to expect. And then once you expect it, you're like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, I got a lot to learn. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like I learned a lot the first year. And coming into the second year, I feel a little bit more experienced. I know what to expect. And, uh, you know, like I said, nothing was promised. And he was, he just wants us to work as hard as he can. He's going to play the best player. So, I mean, um, <clears throat> I think the coaches, you know, they, they know what they're doing and I, I trust them. So, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep working hard, keep doing my job. And, uh, that's what matters to me is just doing my job to help the team win. What, what was the biggest part of that learning curve? I mean, what's, what's the toughest thing or the biggest difference between being a high school quarterback and, and now playing quarterback in the SEC? Um, I think, Number one is just the pace of play. I mean, everybody's faster, everybody's stronger. Um, so that that's number one. And just I, I would say the depth, the depth and the knowledge of the game. You gotta you gotta be able to to know more about the defense. You gotta know more about your receivers, your O line. Like you just you gotta know everything almost. And um, I think that first year was just me kind of kind of being able to learn everything that I can just soaking up information and getting to know everything. I, you did get out, get, get some action in the one game. And, and obviously it's not a ton, but just what was that first experience like? Just, just trotting out there on a Saturday in the SEC. Well, it was cold. I do remember that. New Mexico <laughs> State, I mean, that, that was, oof, that was brutal, but um, no, it was, it was good though. I mean, uh, it was just exciting, honestly, because uh, you 
you never know. I, I didn't really – I mean, I kind of expected the play because we were hopefully going to blow them out, you know, and um, we did. We did what we were supposed to do, so I was able to come in. And uh, nervous would be one word to describe it, but also kind of just kind of relieving because you work really hard during the season, during practice and all that, and then being able to show it on the field, it's just, you know, it's kind of relieving almost. Like you're just – at that point, you just kind of forget everything. You're just going to have fun. So, I mean, uh, that was – it was a good moment. And, uh, you know, I wish I would have <laughs> – wish that first completion would have counted, you know. But right. it's all right. good. What – uh, how hard is it – I, I mean, it's it's for everybody. But when you're playing quarterback, it's a different level. And, look, you guys are on social media. You see things that are out there. How hard is it to tune all that out? And and like you said, just go and, and try to do your job and do what the coaches want you to do and, and not pay attention to the noise that's out there. It's it's definitely tough. And, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I've done a good job with it. Um, but, uh, you know, you got people always talk. It could be friends, family, just, you know, relatives. You know, they're always going to be like, hey, Sam, like, how are you doing in football? How's this, that? Uh, I mean, just people on the street. It's like, oh, what's up, Sam? <laughs> I mean, it's cool and all, but, you know, you got to be able to, I mean, they're going to be, when you're doing good, they're going to be your friend, but when you're doing bad, they're going to be your hater. So, I mean, it's just, you got to tune everything out. And, uh, and like I said, I feel like I've done a good job with it, but you just got to stay true to yourself and uh, just keep working. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. You just got to keep grinding uh, and, you know, show people that you've been working hard. So, Mm -hmm. So let's let's fast forward. You take I don't know twenty four hours off or something, and then then you go into baseball season second semester. Um, mm-hmm. Early in the year, I mean, you get out there. I, I'm curious, had you hit your first outing? You hit ninety five, and you looked pretty good. Had you, had you thrown that hard before? I think uh, in high school I topped out at ninety five. Yeah, ninety five was okay. the hardest I've thrown, and uh, in high school, and um, we uh, going into the season, I didn't really throw as much as I did I probably should have thrown more building up into the the baseball season and um I don't think I just don't think my body was ready for for how hard I was throwing I didn't I don't even think I expected to throw that hard I mean I I was just so psyched up I was like it it could have been the adrenaline I don't know what it was but I don't know I got out there and I was just I was just throwing it and um yeah hit a few 97s 98s and I was like man like I didn't know I had this. And so <laughs> it was, it was good. It was, that was, that was the, the first outing was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, second, not as much because I hurt my arm, but yeah. Right. When, I mean, when that happened is like, what's going through your head immediately thereafter? Are you thinking the worst or are you thinking, Hey, I know this is really not that big a deal or what? I mean, there, <laughs> I was definitely thinking the worst. I was like, yeah man, Coach Drink's going to be pissed at me. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was the first thing that, that popped in my head. I was like, man. Then, uh, <laughs> but no, he was, it was all jokes, though. No, he, uh, we got checked out, and uh, the doctor, the doctor for Florida International, they were, they were like, yeah, it's nothing, nothing torn. So mm-hmm. at that point, I was, I was good. I was like, okay, it could have been a whole lot worse. Um so I was just thankful for that. And, you know, Drink texted me because Drink, he was, he was just worried and making sure I was good. Um, came back home the next day to get the MRI. And like I said, I mean, just 
Coach Drink was there to support me. I mean, they he's done a good job. So, I mean, uh, can't thank him enough. So, I mean, those – but it, definitely a little bit worried when it happened. But I was yeah. kind of relieved when I found out it wasn't anything – wasn't anything, like, too, too bad. I, I know Coach Beezer has said a couple times this year, like, you probably could have, have thrown a little bit and played a little bit more this year, but but everybody's being conservative. So what was kind of your involvement with, with the baseball team? I know you said you're going to go over and watch them. Were, were you still able to be around the team and, and stuff this spring a decent mm-hmm. amount? Oh, yeah, 100%. And and that's what I, I want to support the team as best as I can. Um, and, you know, I, I'm talking about the football team a lot, but the baseball team as well, they're, they were very supportive of me too. They They understood. They were like, you know, I just go up late to some things, and they joke around like, "Oh, here he comes again. He's coming in late." But it's like, you know, I, I can't help it. I, I'm trying to be everywhere at once. And but like I said, they've they've done a good job. Coach Beezer's done a good job, and uh, I want to support the team as much as I could. So I mean, I'd go to every every home game, and if they if they uh, if they were traveling and I could travel, then I would travel. Um, but <clears throat> no, I try to support them as much as I can, and you know. It's fun being in the dugout supporting your teammates. So, I want to uh, I want to rewind for about a year here, real quick. Uh, there was a couple of weeks where Missouri fans were pretty nervous last year about this time. Like, hey, we're starting to see Sam's name pop up in the the baseball draft, and think was that ever something that was really on your mind? And and what was the process? Because I know sometimes you know, their agents or, or players can just tell teams, hey, don't draft me. It's not worth your time. I mean, what was your approach to, to the baseball draft last year? Uh, it was definitely – it was a fun time. Uh, you know, I kind of – I want to say towards the end of my junior year, I had people people reach out to me and uh, agents, scouts. Um, and uh, I think at that point I, I found my agent. And then, um, you know, I had a bunch of home visits from scouts and everything. So I got to, got to be involved in that process. It's very similar to recruiting like football, you know? Um, but the, it was a good time and I got to be able to, to meet a bunch of G like I got to meet the GM for the Padres and go out to San Diego and meet those guys. Uh, that was a good time. And, uh, it was, it was, it was definitely a serious thought. It was, um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, NIL definitely helped out a lot. So, I mean, those guys, um, when I told them that I was just going to just don't draft me because I'm probably going to go play football and baseball, they they understood. I didn't want to burn any bridges, mm-hmm. make people upset. So I just told them not to draft me. And, um, you know, they were – they told me, they're like, yeah, that, that's good. We'll we'll still keep up with you. We'll still, still keep in touch. So um, – and – I'm good with my decision. I don't regret it at all. You mentioned NIL. So, I, I mean, three, four years ago, somebody in your position, I, that's probably a tougher decision to make to go to college, right? Because Major League Baseball is offering these $100,000 signing bonuses, whatever the number would have been. Yeah. And now I don't know if, you know, the money's equivalent or whatever, and I'm not asking you to answer that question, but the ability to be able to make something in college certainly changes that equation, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. It does. Um, and not just for somebody like me, but just for, for everybody. You know, it's having to take like a bird. You don't have to worry about as much stuff. It's another thing you don't have to worry about. Um, you know, people are, are able to support their families 
um, without having to work, which is which is big because you don't have you don't have that much time anyways. So, um, you know, having a job is just kind of I'm not gonna say unrealistic, but it's it's kind of unrealistic for a college athlete. Um, it just is. So I mean, it, it was it's a big time for for people trying to support their families. You know, you're trying to support the community as well. And that's another thing I've been trying to do is, you know, uh, support the Columbia community, uh, especially with Every True Tiger. They've helped out a lot. So those those guys have, have been great for not just me, but for everybody in the community. Well, I mean, let's be honest here, Sammy. You could be a full-time football player and basketball or baseball player and also have a job. You would never sleep. But, no. you know, if you chose not to sleep, you could do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm just curious. This is you've had this dream since whenever you started playing sports. Hey, I want to want to be a college quarterback. I want to be a college pitcher. I want to do all that. Now, now that that's a reality, like have you taken any time to kind of appreciate, Hey man, I'm, I, what you, what you've achieved and already. Yeah. Uh, uh, not really only because I feel like I haven't done much. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm a college athlete that's playing both football and baseball, but I've only played in, one game in football for maybe five snaps. And then I've only played one outing, two outings in baseball. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can say I've played both, but I feel like I, I, I still have a lot to do. You know, I still got a lot to do. And uh, the dream, the dream now is to play uh, either NFL or MLB, one of those two. So I'm just working towards that now. So that's what I was going to ask. I mean, at some point, like if if you reach that level, you are going to have to make a choice at that point. Yeah, it's going to have to happen, and I don't want to think about it right now, but it's <laughs> yeah. going to have to happen. Yeah, yeah. We finish up with, with just a couple more. Uh, give me give me one SEC football stadium you're really looking forward to being able to go play in. Um, I gotta say, I gotta say Georgia. Uh, I mean, we've already. It, if we hadn't played at Tennessee, I would say Tennessee because I was a Tennessee fan growing up. So being able to just be on that field was, was pretty cool. Uh, but I'm at to say Georgia now. Uh, I mean, it gets it gets rowdy in Athens, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a primetime game, you know, if we play a primetime game with them, at, you know, in the night, I mean, I'm sure that place will be rocking. And I love that environment. So, you know, I'm excited. And a couple of your teammates have said last year kind of took that one to another level for them. Like they felt like this, you guys felt like you should have gotten Georgia last year. So that game maybe takes on a little more importance. A hundred percent. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to come back and we're going to, that's still on the mind. It's still on our minds. So we're, we definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. Same question for baseball. I mean, I know, you know, in the SEC Baseball, a lot of places, is is the second biggest sport. Is there a baseball stadium or environment you, you're looking forward to? Uh, I mean, I only traveled to uh, only to Kentucky, so that was the only uh, game I got to see away. But I heard Ole Miss, Mississippi State, um, those those are two that I want to check off the bucket list. Be able to go play at those places. And, you know, I just love, I love the loud environments. I love people talking trash. Like, it's just, it gets me going, you know? So I love that stuff. Okay. Last thing for you. If we fast forward a year and and we were to do this podcast next June, like what's a good next 12 months for, for Sam Horn in in your opinion? Like, what are your goals? My goal uh, definitely this year in football is to be, 
to be the starting quarterback. So, and not only be the starting quarterback, but but win games, win a lot of games. Um, so that's that's number one. And then number two is to be a a pretty established Friday night guy for Missouri, um, and make a name for myself in both sports. You know, uh, so that that's that's the goal. All right. Well, Sam, appreciate your time, man. I know a lot of fans are, are looking forward to hearing from you and looking forward, hopefully, to watching you over the next 12 months. So appreciate you uh, spending some of your uh, week and a half off with us. Yeah, of course. Uh, Glad to be here. All right. Have a good one. That is Mizzou quarterback and pitcher Sam Horn uh, joining us on the latest episode of the True Tiger Insider. And again, taking a week or two off and then be back up for uh, football uh, conditioning and all that in the summer. So appreciate Sam taking the time. Appreciate all you guys watching or listening. If you are watching on YouTube, the ETTF information has been scrolling across the bottom of the screen throughout. Go to everytruetiger.org or go to the pin post on our message board to find out how to join. If you're listening on the podcast, we'll do the same things. You just don't have the visual aid scrolling across the bottom. So a uh, different athlete every week. This week, Sam Horn, appreciate him joining us and all the other guests we have had throughout the spring. Hoping to continue this through the summer, but we will uh, keep you posted. Gabe DeArmond, talk to you next time.